0: Hi friends, today I have a special bonus episode for you, a preview of my short story, Doom Dune. The full work is available for free to all my newsletter subscribers. So if you'd like to hear more, head over to johntilton.com, sign up for my mailing list, and I'll send you an email with download links for both the ebook and the audiobook. If you sign up and don't see the message right away in your inbox, check your spam, junk, and promotions folders. You should see it in one of those, but if you're still having trouble, shoot me an email at john at johntilton.com. I'd be happy to help. And last note before we get into the sample, the narrator for the short story is also my next guest. Episode 41 with Talon David will be released on Monday, May 16th. Or if you're listening from the future, you can find the interview in your feed now. Talon is such an incredible person, and I know you'll love hearing about both her voiceover work and her music career. Thanks for your support of the show, and I hope you enjoyed this preview of Doomed Dune.
1: Doomed Dune, a short story by John Tilton, narrated by Talon David. Chapter One, The Warning. Spoiled pea soup. Melina's taste buds tingled as the bitter flavor flooded her mouth. Even though she lived on an island of trash, she never quite got used to eating from old cans. The first few bites were never too bad, but after her initial hunger wore off, the tart flavors always took over. Taking another bite, she stared at the campfire. At least the dancing embers provided a distraction from the rancid soup. Another winner? Timothy asked. He sat on the other side of the flames. His curly brown hair waved in the breeze as he pried open his own can. Behind him, the trash mountains of Yarborough Ridge glistened, their scraps of metal and glass catching the moonlight. It's not any worse than yesterday's. Melina set the can down and scooted toward the fire to warm her hands. At least they had food. But was it too much to ask for more? Couldn't those in the lands of luxury throw out something unspoiled every now and then? Timothy frowned as he slurped down some of his own meal. This one's a new low. There's not one good thing about it. Melina laughed. What's yours called? Carrot curry. Blech. She stuck out her tongue. The name itself sounds awful. What else is in it? Let's see. Timothy rotated the can in his hand and smiled proudly, just as he always did when asked to read. As one of the few literate Yarboroughians, he constantly had people bringing him various things to interpret, from old bottles and boxes to tattered books and magazines. He cleared his throat. Besides carrots and curry, it's got water, spices, ginger, and sweet potato. He raised a brow, but the sweet part definitely isn't coming through. Does it ever? Then there's the usual list of wacky stuff I can't pronounce. Melina ran her fingers through her long blonde hair and gazed at the can in Timothy's hand. I wonder what it used to taste like. A whole lot better than this. Timothy cringed as he swallowed another mouthful. He then stared into the fire for a long moment. You know whenever you crack open a can and the food actually looks like the picture on the label? Yeah. Timothy met her eyes across the fire, his expression serious. I live for those cans. She laughed. Is that what you think eating in the lands of luxury is like? Food that looks like the picture every time? He shook his head. Better. From what I've read, the food that gets here is the worst of their worst. So even the best of what we've got isn't very good. Not by their standards. Melina picked up her empty can and stared at the label. It promised a vivid green soup, much different from the brown tinged liquid she had just choked down. She shuddered, the remnants of its dreadful flavor still clinging to the back of her throat. After years of foraging through trash, Melina had tasted thousands of canned goods, soups, vegetables, and even some tart fruit that made her mouth sting each found its own unique way to sour after the expiration date had passed. Timothy finished his meal, stood up, and bounced the empty can in his palm. How far do you think I can throw it? Melina rolled her eyes. Not far enough to be impressive. Aw, you're no fun. Give me a target. Fine. Melina studied the sprawling landscape. Her eyes lingered on a dark spot between two of the larger mountains the infamous Doomed Dune. There, lighter trash pieces had accumulated over time, piled up by the winds. Torn papers, plastic bags, and large wads of dust, all drifted together to form the peculiar landmark. I'd be impressed if you hit Doomed Dune, she said. All right. Timothy puffed out his chest, wound up his arm, then launched the can, grunting as it left his hand. But the hollowed container immediately caught a gust of wind, sending it flying back toward him. It crashed into his face with a firm clank. Melina burst into laughter. Okay, you got me. That was impressive. (laughs) Timothy scowled and kicked the can off the nearby ledge. It tumbled down the slope, jangling as it went, until it disappeared into the unending collection of junk. Can't say I blame it for coming back at me. He sighed. After Drake's warning, I wouldn't want to go there either. Melina held her gaze on the dune. Her smile faded. How long has it been? She muttered. A year? Do you think you found a safe place to hide? Timothy shook his head. Not for long. If the metal men want you dead, it's just a matter of time. Melina stared at the dune's swirling scraps of trash. Do you ever think about what might be over there? By Doom to Dune? No way. Why would I? Because of Drake. Don't you wonder why the Metal Men didn't want him there? It doesn't matter why. Timothy crossed his arms. It's a forbidden zone. Those brutes wouldn't hesitate to laser beam your gizzard out, or in Drake's case, hunt you down after ripping an eye from its socket. So you're not even curious? Don't you remember what happened at the docks? To Rodney? Or worse, Jane Stad? Melina shivered. I remember. Not the kind of thing you want to mess with. But that was the docks. They've always been off limits, for generations. The Dunes restriction is new. Plenty of people had gone there before Drake. Doesn't that make you wonder? Wonder what? Wonder what's changed? Timothy didn't answer. He only frowned and let out another sigh. All I'm saying is it's not worth the trouble the campfire's dwindling embers popped and crackled. A strong surge of curiosity ran through Melina's entire body, but she couldn't find the words to explain it. At least not in a way Timothy would understand. After a moment of silence, he left, wishing her good night as he walked away. But Melina stayed by the fire. A slight breeze chapped her face as she picked up her empty can of pea soup. Why was everything good so far away? The lands of luxury had everything. But here in Yarborough Ridge, they just had trash. She would never eat a lavish meal, run through grassy plains, see sprawling cityscapes, or experience any of the special things Timothy had described from his books. A spark of movement pulled Melina's attention upward. A shooting star fluttered into view, dancing across the night sky. It shone brighter and brighter until it flashed, then went dark, vanishing above Doom dune a distant swirl of dust rippled across the forbidden landmark. Melina's eyes widened. What if the star was a sign, pointing her toward that special something she sought? What was over there that the metal men didn't want them to see? Whatever it was, it had to be something remarkable. And Melina didn't have much remarkable in her life, just a drab routine of waking up, heading to the dumping point, and collecting bitter cans of soup. So what if the metal men forbade anyone from reaching Doom Dune? So what if exploring put her in danger? If she stayed put, she'd never make it there, wherever there was. She wouldn't let the restrictions of the metal men determine her boundaries. Melina stood, weighing the empty can in her palm. With a lunging step, she lopped it into the night. In the dying glow of the fire, she couldn't be sure it reached Doom Dune. But tomorrow, She'd make sure that she did.
0: Thanks for listening to this sample of Doom Dune. The entire short story is available for free to all my newsletter subscribers. Head over to johntilton.com, that's J O N T I L T O N.com, and sign up today. I hope you enjoy the rest of Melina's story.